0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest episode of the Hughes Sports Podcast. I am Jake Hughes, your host, and alongside me, of course, is the old man. How you
1: doing, old man? I am doing good. You always say ladies and gentlemen. What about boys and girls? Um, I, There might be boys and girls watching. There might be boys and girls listening. You should say ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome. You know what, next then you time? sound next, like a circus next, next clown next to go along with your... Week. You could wow. go along with your green hair. <laughs> Good day, everybody. It is March the 9th. We're into March. How did we get to March, Jake? Um, well, you see, the Canucks lost a whole bunch of games, and um,
0: we went into depression and, and, dre- and then, then all went. of a sudden, it <laughs> was wintertime, and the Canucks continued to lose, and then trade deadline, and now it's March.
1: Now it's March. There we go. Um, It's been an interesting week. (laughs) It's been a fun week. It's been, been, um, there's lots of news. Lots of news. I'm really excited about the podcast. I really am. Um, Um, even um, though I make fun of you about it, but, um, (laughs) because you're green hair and want to be a circus clown, I want to lead the parade. Oh, (laughs) there's a flashback to way long time ago. We'll keep that between us. Lots of interesting and fun stuff is are hap is happening with the podcast. We won't get into a lot of detail right now, but um, lots of good stuff.
0: Lots of lots of discussions. I think we have talked. I mean, we talk a lot to begin with. I think we've talked more since this podcast started on a daily basis than we have before.
1: Well, it was funny, you,
0: people who know us. I had to go
1: back. I had to find something you sent me. Cause we text obviously, or message, what do you call it? P- PMing each other on Facebook, yeah, messenger, it. whatever it's called. And I had to go back and try to find something that you sent me. And I was like, I know we talk a lot, but Holy crap. We talked a lot this last two weeks. It was just been like non every day. Like we always, and someone said that to me, they're like, do you ever go a day without messaging Jake or talking to Jake? And I'm like, no, I always, like literally every day, if I don't hear from you or you don't hear from me, we message each other.
0: I say, and usually it's just something stupid, like uh, a yeah. news or something poker. Real- or like, hey. There's all sorts of different things. Like Or, hey, how you going doing? On. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Like,
1: um, <clears throat> Are you alive? Yeah, week-
0: <laughs> testing, testing. <laughs> um This week has been uh, super fun because... Apparently, once we get into March, where we want to play meaningful games for the Canucks, uh, we decide to win the pink. So
1: last week, I'm having, this- having a lot of issues. Like, they looked so good this week, Jake. Um, And I didn't watch every game. Um, And not I didn't watch a full game. I watched parts of games. So I'd pick it up in, like, the second period or pick it up in the third period. They look good. Like, I don't want to. I don't. Wanna, I don't want to be the the fan and like be all excited but damn I know it's a coach's bump we get you get it every time you change a coach but yeah. this feels different this feels but, almost like there's I'm gonna say it oh God I'm gonna say the word Jake it almost feels like there's a chemistry happening with this team right now yeah, they're four and back, one in the last five games
0: go back to January last year. Said the exact same thing.
1: We weren't on the air. We weren't a podcast,
0: but we said the exact same thing. Bruce Brodro is going to be the guy that gets all these guys together and figure it out. And oh, we start the season. I, oh, and
1: oh. And, I think I guaranteed making the playoffs. I think I lost money on that. Yeah, if I Brandon's admit, listening. I do I still owe you, or did I? No, I think I paid you, didn't I, Brandon? I'm pretty sure probably. I paid him, and not Brandon, your friend. Brandon, my friend.
0: Brandon, your friend. Yeah. It
1: was too yes. Oh, well. Yes. Too um, many Brandon's. Mm-hmm. The, I can't say that. <laughs> the,
0: the can actually, yeah, they've, uh, gone on a run that just doesn't make sense. And it's, it's not uh, looking at it from again, fan level. You should be at this point looking for your best odds to get
1: Connor Bedard. You're never going to go. a play. chance in hell. We're going to make the playoffs.
0: No, exactly. So you should be looking to get Bedard. So what should you be doing? You not, should be losing. And as it as a as an organization, you're never going to go to your players. I you're never tank. going to say tank. But they're going to tell you do to fuck off. Oh,
1: 100%. sorry, I shouldn't I, swear.
0: There's not sync... We can do whatever we want. We had this okay. conversation like two months ago when we first started our podcast. We can do whatever we want. It's our podcast.
1: Mom, two um, if Thing Jake said. I'm allowed to swear. <laughs>
0: um, the. Organizations never going to tell the players or the coach that they should be that they should lose the organization should be taking steps and the coach should be taking steps to helping us lose while staying competitive in games
1: so are, are you literally are you making it that obvious are you starting to sit peterson
0: i don't say sits i just don't think you need to be playing peterson hughes miller Kuzmenko 30 minutes a night Twenty-five minutes a night for the four. It's thirty minutes a night for
1: huge. But if you're if you're not, then it becomes really obvious.
0: Yeah, because because Columbus isn't tanking intentionally. The Arizona Coyotes isn't a dumpster fire of an organization. <laughs> like, the, I, I I understand the optics of it, and I understand it's going to look bad. But at this point in your who cares?
1: Your life, you're look bad. Working. You are bad. You're fighting
0: for a generational player who is not only from your province, but is from your city and is a Canucks fan and has been a Canucks fan his entire life. And anytime he's asked about the NHL, you know who he talks about?
1: Vancouver Canucks. Yes. Because he's, yeah, he lived in North Vancouver. Like, that's literally minutes away from the old Coliseum.
0: To be fair, he wasn't... I know this is going to hurt your brain. He wasn't alive during the old Coliseum days. Yes,
1: whatever. <laughs> Shut up. I hate you. Um, he
0: was born in 2005.
1: I know. Um, I think what they should start doing is really playing with the lines. Um, mix up the lineups. Try different people in different positions. Um, hell, call up some kids from um, the Baby Canucks.
0: They have, due to necessity. Um, well, they did
1: for one, for one the goalie, nope. Silva or um, whatever.
0: Seelos is up, uh, but well, Landon is up with the team. He's been with the AHL, and he is... Um, yeah, but he's like, been up for like a while.
1: So. Uh, about a week or so. Oh, is that all? Oh, okay. Yeah, he went down um, and then
0: came back up. But they, they aren't bringing a few guys up that they're. I think they're taking a look at.
1: But... They need to start losing. Like yeah, it's. I loved it when they beat um the the Leafs because it just makes me giggle. Because how many times Leafs can you laugh at Leaf fans? It's just fun. Sorry, Darren, but I I have to say I have to apologize to Darren because I sent him the clip and to Slady, um, Craig's, uh, you know him as Slady. I sent both of them the clip of our two goals in forty five seconds, shorthanded. Just because I just thought that was just the funniest thing, because the Leafs are planning the parade. They they think they're winning the cup. Leaf fans.
0: Well, no, no. I think I think true fans, and I know uh, Slady and Darren are probably true fans. They're holding their breath for that first round. Oh God! Yes.
1: Get <laughs> they're not going to get. They're not going to get by the first round. I can't see it. They don't have the consistency. The only, the, the only thing
0: that I can see is that they've done well. Is they've loaded up on players like Luke Shen that the connects traded to him. They loaded up on a lot of veteran presence, who are going to be able to give you
1: that depth. They made. The did, did they make too many um, changes at the trade deadline? Did they add too much to what was what wasn't broken? I mean, obviously they were playing well. That wasn't broken.
0: I I understand people's thought process on that. I don't understand. It. What do you mean, loading up
1: too much? Well, because you have that word that I said earlier, chemistry on okay. a team. Yeah. Um, when you make it to the NHL, you're you're a good hockey player. Yeah. There's oh, anybody wait. that said, and I use and I say it all the time about um, Captain Chaos. I said it about Edler. I said it about Salo. Yeah. We as fans love to say things like, he sucks. He's like the worst player. What is he doing in the NHL? I actually had somebody, (laughs) I won't mention his name, but he lives in Penticton and he has the same last name as me, but he's not related. He doesn't have the same last name as me. Why did I say that? That's weird. You don't have the same last name as me. Um, Anyways, he messaged me and said that uh, Hughes was the worst player on the team. I asked him how much he was smoking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's fans so no, like we we all have that no. one player we absolutely despise okay so you no
0: your your <laughs> your views on a defenseman you always pick one from every era of canucks that i remember i have that you just did not like however usually there's solid reasoning tyler myers is chaos draft there is, oh. you there are times where he makes plays where it's just like what are you doing but chaos to say draft. hughes, to say hughes is not the best defenseman we have ever had is a bold face live. He he literally the fastest NHL defenseman to get to 200 assists.
1: (laughs) He literally, I'm going to say the exact words he actually said. Cause I just howled. It was like, you said what did you actually say that? Michael Miller. Sorry. I didn't say his name. Um, Our young Mister Hughes, and he spelt it wrong, has now failed to skate after two players who both scored. Should he be home in bed? Kind of chit chatted a bit. I'm like, you're crazy. Hughes is the best defenseman the Canucks have had in decades, and he lit. This is what he says: I can't. He just can't stand and watch the game. (laughs) <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, I can't even talk to you. <laughs> but the reason I, I bring that up is fans love t- to say that player's crappy. My point is, if you've made it to the NHL, you're in that one percentile. Yeah. One percentile, yeah. probably even less than one percentile of saying, an elite I believe, athlete.
0: I believe, and I, I could be wrong, I believe one percent is... Get drafted in the NHL. So being a regular in the NHL is not guaranteed. In that one percent.
1: Exactly. So having said that, every player and every team is a great player. So what makes one team better than the other? I chemistry. I think it's that word. Yeah, coaching plays into it. Is chemistry. When you gel with another team mate and it's magic, it's the same way I I gel with you. You and I feed off each other quite well. I could do this podcast with Ellison and it wouldn't be the same. First, she doesn't know the first thing about sports, but you know what I mean. (laughs) So when you have that chemistry, it's a magic time on your team. Yep. You add a bunch of players in, that could destroy the chemistry. Look at Messier.
0: Add a bunch of players in. They added Ryan O'Reilly. They added Jake McCabe, whoever that is. Um, Sam Lafferty. Yeah. Um, Eric Gustafson. And Luke Shen. That's, that's a players. lot. So Luke Shen's not an everyday player for the Maple Leafs. He's their. He's probably their ninth, def- eighth defenseman, seventh defenseman. So okay, they. But he's. But he's through. in
1: the locker room and he's on the team bus. He's in on the airplane. He's part of the team. Yes, and it, so again, let's say he's Chen, Let's just say Shen's an asshole. He's not, from what I hear.
0: I was going to say from everyone who's ever had an experience with him, definitely not the case. But yeah, go no.
1: ahead. Let's say he is a. A cancer. They love to use that word. A cancer in the dressing room. That could literally destroy your team. Again, go back to Messier coming to the Canucks. We got rid of Linden, brought in Messier. We didn't make the playoffs till we got rid of Messier.
0: And Brock led it back.
1: Right? We didn't change that much, but we broke our chemistry. Is that what's happened to a lot of these teams that are floundering right now?
0: I don't think so. I think I think there are also teams that are like Tampa Bay is a prime example. I honestly, at the beginning of the season, um, talked to a bunch of people, and my bold prediction for the year was that Tampa Bay would not make the playoffs. They have played a lot of hockey in a very condensed amount of time, right? They've had, because of the bubble hockey, that's yeah. when they won their first cup.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, Short, yeah.
0: Shortened offseason, condensed schedule for their second Right. Cup. Then a regular season, full season one, and made it to the finals. Yeah, they're, thats a lot of hockey for that team. And there's again, there's not a lot of change to that team. Now, obviously, they're proving me wrong. They're—they're they're solidly in a position to, to keep playing.
1: Well, but, anybody in the East right now is—I mean, pick who's going to make the playoffs in the East.
0: To me, I mean, your that first matchup of the right now, I believe it's the Islanders and Bruins. Yeah, that's the only one to me that seems like a lock that the yeah. will walk over. Oh. Every You've got uh, New York Rangers versus the Devils. That's a great series. Would be. Am more excited. I am more excited for the eastern side of the playoff bracket than I am about the west. For because the first time
1: players, ever, I can for, say the same thing. First time. There's going to be two teams,
0: in my opinion, that even have a chance of breaking out of the west, that have a chance to win the uh, Stanley Cup. Colorado and Vegas. And I hate to say Vegas, but those are the two teams that...
1: If you couldn't see have... me, I put my head down on my mic again. Um, as you know, I'm a big fan of the Rod Peterson show. I bring it up every freaking episode. And one of the questions he asked his audience was, why does everybody hate Vegas? <laughs> Pick me. Pick me, I know. Jake, I why does everybody hate Vegas?
0: They're fan base. They're general manager, and their overall we-deserve-care our,
1: our, our what, did the, what did he say our fans are um, – when the guy uh, from Vancouver went after him. Um, our fans, our
0: fans are, have been patient enough and deserve a cup.
1: Yes, but he's, yeah, there was something along those lines. I would love to find that clip and we could play that clip because
0: well, – I think that station is shut down, so if I can find a clip, I'll play it.
1: Oh, that is – you might be able to find it on YouTube because that's probably a a keeper. That's like a Bo Levi, shut your mouth kind of thing. (laughs) But, um, yeah, that's why everybody hates Vegas. That's what I said was their fan base sucks. I I just despise them because they think they deserve a cup and they've been in the league, what, five years now? Four years. Five years. How many years? Uh...
0: That's a good question.
1: Uh, Jake is typing away feverishly if you can't hear him.
0: I don't think that was quite feverishly. When did they enter? I don't know. I'm asking 2016. you. So, um, they, oh, wow. They began playing during, the, no, during the 2017 uh, season. So 2017, 2018, so five years. This is their fifth year. The season. Fifth year, okay.
1: Cool, 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 cool. I don't think, I hope they don't. I don't want to see them anywhere near a Stanley Cup. No. The, the only I, You know them, who I'd love is the Islanders. Why?
0: Because we don't have their pick anymore, and Horvat deserves it.
1: Yes, I, I literally have tears in my eyes if I saw Horvat uh, so, raise, raise that trophy.
0: So we get to, um, we get to their, we get to the Stanley Cup final, and it's Vegas versus Boston. Who are you? Who are you rooting for in that? I'm
1: so. shutting the TV off, and I'm breaking it.
0: Honestly, I can say this wholeheartedly. I'd rather see. Oh, don't say it. I'd rather see Marchant win. I'd rather see Marchant win than a bunch dumb, of...
1: Dom, 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 saying, I don't know, the retro jerseys are pretty rad.
0: Are Seriously,
1: done. that's a reason to vote for attainment. Is that they're- why you cheer <laughs> for the Rangers? Because their retro jerseys kind of rad. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Go back to work. <laughs> Sorry, carry on, Jake. <laughs> um, love you Dom yeah, I lost, honestly lost the, tra- the thought
0: train completely <clears throat>
1: um,
0: have you heard sorry we're just moving on because I don't remember where my brain was at yeah, at no, all. we're just kind of um, by you, the seat of our pants as usual have you heard the rumors of two new teams being floated out there by the NHL
1: you know it, it was funny because I I hate bringing it up, but because every time I talk about it, when I was listening to Rod, they had talked something about it. And I was like, I just caught the tail end of it. And I meant to go back and, and watch the full segment.
0: Yes. So there were rumblings of two new teams um, in the States. Um, one in Houston. which I've Yeah, that's what I
1: heard was Houston. And,
0: and Atlanta.
1: Why? A, what, like strikes right. How many times can you put a team in into a market, and it it literally fail miserably?
0: Oh, like like the original Winnipeg Jets.
1: That's one time. They brought them back, and they're one of the most successful franchises, money wise, of any NHL team out there. I
0: understand. again. I don't. I think it's a dumb decision because I think it's it's going to end up having to be a relocate. Like a team's gonna to have to like they're gonna to have to relocate somewhere else or shut the team.
1: Like I get they don't want to come to Canada. Canadas saturated, but we could still put a team in um, Quebec.
0: Quebec City would die for a team.
1: So the Nordics bring the Nordiques back they would even if you wanted to stay down in the states but why so
0: now I, and I have it's it's a question that I just don't understand because I understand people being like, we can't give Atlanta team. They failed again. They failed once or twice, but sort of the Nordiques, sort of the jets. So did yes. Minnesota. So did but Atlanta failed twice. Because from my understanding, because I was too young to really get into the actual understandings of the league at the time, it was had nothing to do with the city it was poor management poor, poor ownership from the beginning.
1: That's yeah, I understood that as
0: well From for the thrashers. I don't know about the flames. That was years before I was even alive. Yeah. Um, but for the thrashers, it was poor, ma- poor ownership from the start. And there's huge money in like, you. it's not a, it's not a small fee anymore. Like it used no. to be. Exactly.
1: It's... And I mean, they, they, they have the Atlanta, they have the NBA, they have the NFL. Yeah. Um, so it would make sense to put an NHL team there. Whether we'll, with the right with the right ownership group,
0: yeah, and ownership That's is a key. big thing. I mean, look at Nashville. As if you were to pick any area in the United States, did would you think Nashville would be a a hockey market? No, it is.
1: Yeah, I know. Look at when
0: they're doing well and they're they're in the playoffs. That place is packed. It's loud. It's and, it's, and they have the ugliest
1: tons. uniforms on the ice.
0: I would say second ugliest.
1: Who's the ugliest?
0: The um, the gold Vegas ones, the ones that have the glitter. Anything
1: gold in Vegas ones. is uglier. I agree. Um. Um,
0: <laughs> the so there, I was listening to Sakaris and Price, uh, much like you constantly bring up Rod Peterson. I bring them yeah. up because I listen to them all the time. Um, okay. And I believe I can't remember who they had on because uh, I don't remember things. I just listen and then it, some of the information's in my brain. But they had an expert, an insider on who was saying that there's also rumors that the Arizona vote is going to determine on or the Tempe vote is going to determine if that's a relocation locate um location so the Tempe because they don't have that arena yet and they don't have the the space for it
1: yeah
0: everything's in front of count uh, city council right now for them to write right if they turn that vote down They've got three years to find somewhere to go. Do you relocate? Do you finally give in on your dream and you try Atlanta? Is Atlanta Gary Bettman's uh, passion project?
1: Because honestly, Is Bettman Arizona... around in three years?
0: <laughs> yes. Batman is around until he doesn't want to be around.
1: Well, I mean, he's getting up there. I don't know how old Batman is, but he's got to be getting close to thinking it's time to pull the plug. I wouldn't say pull the plug
0: per se, but like,
1: well, not like die. I'm not asking him to die. I'm like, but pull the plug on working retired is called pull the plug and retire, Jake. Holy crap. You're like way off base there. That was horrible. I know you don't like the guy.
0: (laughs) He was born in 52. So that would make him 52. So that would make him 12 years older than you. So do the math from your age. At 12
1: to your age. That's how old he is. So he's in his late 50s. Oh, I'm 58. Yeah, wait, yeah, so he's 70. I'm, he's 70.
0: Turning 71 this year.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, who knows? Who knows if he wants to retire? Look at my hair. It's just a mess today. <laughs>
0: Yeah, your hair is just so messy.
1: <laughs> I said it on purpose. Uh, if you could, if you people aren't watching, you have to uh, understand what I said there. Um, please do. If you're not
0: watching, please do take a look because there's a lot of things where we, I make faces, and the old man <laughs> makes faces, and it just a little bit of extra flavor to the podcast.
1: And if they wanted, if they, if you're actually listening to this on a podcast down the road somewhere, where can they actually watch it, Jake?
0: If they're watching on a podcast, they can go and they want to watch the video, they can go yes. to um the Hue Sports Podcast on our on YouTube. We'll be there. Yes. You'll also be able to find the videos on on Facebook at HSP underscore pod or the He Sports Podcast, as well as on Twitter at HSP underscore pod. I actually don't know if Twitter keeps the live videos up or not. That's something i, don't I have know. to look into. But you can follow us there anyways. Yes. Um, as well as, please do check out our ever evolving website, k-sports.ca. Um If you are watching this either live or not right now, there's a barcode right above where my finger is right now. That's um, right up I'll there. You right to our oh, other, way. other side, other side, other side, other
1: side, other side. Ah, why? Wow. That's you're so just, hard to you're do. You're just
0: swapping hands. You're literally just swapping hands. <laughs> you're
1: like, uh. That's so hard to do. If people understand, because I want to be able to read my Vancouver flag correctly, I had to do something. Jake showed me to do something on my screen. And now, when I, if I want to point to Jake, I'm pointing like he's that side of my screen, but it's pointing in the opposite direction of him now.
0: So now you know why, like, weathermen get paid money because they're looking so at I a have screen to point where that way, paid-
1: which is the opposite way than you are.
0: Yeah, very confusing.
1: I think I should be over here, and then we'd be right. Because no, no, don't no. <laughs> back because now it's weird. Um, <laughs> So, so for people of, who aren't watching us, you have no idea what we just did. We apologize. And now, now, don't give it away. Don't give it away. Now they have to go watch the YouTube channel. They have to go watch um, us
0: because we're kind of funny. Uh, looking anyways. <laughs> um, so speaking of the website, you recently, um, it's not even posted yet. It'll be posted tomorrow, Maybe, probably yeah, mid-morning. It better be. You did a deep dive on the BC Line schedule. Um, I did. Any highlights that you kind of want to go over with the schedule for the line? Well,
1: it's, it's an interesting schedule this year. Um, I, I'm not, um, I'm, I'm not upset at it, I guess. I, in years past, I'm like, how can you make that schedule? Like that sucks being a lot of people don't realize that both Jake and I live in Calgary or close to Calgary. I have season tickets to the flame or to the flames, to the Stampeders and so things like the Stamps not playing Hamilton in, in Calgary this year just doesn't make sense to me. Like you have, I know the schedule was made before everything w- was signed, but everybody in their dog knew he was going to Hamilton.
0: Do you, do you think they had the schedule made that far in advance?
1: Oh yeah. It's been out. It was out before um, the trade deadline. Or the free agency, sorry. Getting the two sports mixed up. But um, so I did. I did a deep dive into it. And it's a kind of a cool, I kind of broke it up. Um, June is when, obviously, is when we start. Um, The preseason starts end of May. Um, So we're playing the Riders as our first preseason game. When I say ours, I'm talking about my BC Lions, of course. Um, So (laughs) in my article, I basically kind of said, Well, if I'm home and there's absolutely nothing else on TV and TSN carries it, I might watch it. Because, come on, it is the Riders.
0: It's (laughs) preseason.
1: It's preseason. Then we do our home opener, preseason home opener against the Stamps. A game to watch. I cannot remember a game. I'm going to say in the last five years, but probably longer between the BC and Calgary, that hasn't been a classic freaking CFL game. Coming down to the wire, last second tick away and someone kicks a field goal and we win by one point. Sorry, Ellison. Um, even a preseason game, being that if we only play the two preseason games, that's going to really show who's who in the zoo for both teams. Because the following week, we jump into Calgary and we start the we start the season in Calgary, the very first game. So you know both of those games. These two teams don't like each other. It's not a secret. It's not they don't like each other. Been fights in the parking lot at McMahon Stadium between these two teams. I'm looking forward to it. It makes football good. There's a story behind it.
0: It makes, yeah, it makes a... Uh, it creates drama in a sport that is very dramatic to begin with. Exactly. the CFL, the CFL is a very dramatic league, especially in comparison to the NFL. I understand well, yeah. there's lots of people who watch the NFL and love it, and it's you have the highest paid athletes, you have the most money in the in uh, out of the American football leagues. Yeah, um, but there's not the drama that you get in. I would say eighty to ninety percent of CFL games.
1: Oh, yes. Because there's only nine teams in our league. We they Every player knows each other. They know where they live. They know who they hang out with in the offseason. They, they, they work out together in the off season.
0: They know instead of just saying, hey, your sister insults, they can say, hey, your sister's name insults.
1: And that's exactly. way more personal. Exactly. So it's kind of, if we take it down to a, a level, it's kind of like, Two high schools in in town. When they play each other, they all know each other, and it's a rivalry.
0: And and you know, good for the league. And you're not. It's not just that, but you know, you're going to see each other at the party after after the game.
1: Exactly. So that first game, I'm really looking forward to. Obviously, I'm going to be there, sitting on the 55 yard line with my buddy Jake, um, because you will be coming to that game. I think somehow, one way or another, Um, and. I'm obviously picking my lines to win, which, um, well, how can I not? (laughs) How can I not? Then, so that's the 8th of June, June 17th. If you're in BC and you haven't got June 17th crossed off on your calendar, and as soon as a a single game tickets become available, I don't know if they are yet or not, but if they are, you better get them quick. I would get them before they announce what band is going to do the pre-game concert. Because the owner, Omar Doman, I had to go back and look at his name. Um, I always forget his name. Uh, has promised, he said it more than once, this is going to be bigger than last year. Last year, they had One Republic come in and play a pre-game concert. They had 40,000 plus in the, in the dome. It's going to be 50,000 people plus in that dome. It's the most talked about thing in Vancouver and we're four months away from it. Yeah. I plan to drive down. I plan to get tickets and I plan to drive there. Had you noticed something? I didn't even mention who they're playing. It doesn't Uh matter. It's going to be a spectacle, and people are like oh, you need to have a spectacle to get lions fans in the dome. Hey, stamp fans, look back. at your freaking stadium. Any given game, it's half empty because there is no spectacle, there is no pre part pre band, and if it is, it's a one guy playing a fucking banjo. Don't give me, I need to pay, you need to band to fill the dome. We have 58,000 seats in that dome. If we get 50, guess what? The game after it, the next game will be will be full too. Because guess what? It's going to become the place to be. Yep. Thank you, Doman. Sorry, Jake, I went and, on a rant there.
0: No, you're good. And the, the cool thing for me is that like looking at the schedule here, um, I pulled it up so I can I can kind of follow along. Yeah. 17th, again, huge game, but it has nothing to do because it's a home opener. And it's against the Elk. Just for it's against
1: ones. the Elks. I didn't even talk. Like I did mention it in the article. We're going to be playing the struggling Elks um, who are going to struggle again this year, I'm sure. I can't see how they're not going to, but Wait, whatever. You know, it's a CFL. These teams struggle it, for two years and figure it out. If they find a exactly. quarterback. Exactly. I mean, they got G. Roy Simon as their uh, receiver coach. I'm sure he's pitching in for more than just receiving coaches. I'm just saying. Well, that game, I'm, I'm going to get tickets for it. I'm going to try to arrange to drive down there. Wink, wink. Mark it on your calendar. Yeah. Okay. Um, the following week we go to Winnipeg. Yeah, it's the revenge that's a, that's
0: game. A, that's two out of three games to start the season that are big games,
1: and even yes. 40,000, let's call it, let's, I'm going to predict 50,000 people at that home opener. Yes, 20,000 came to watch the band. But guess what? They're going to stick around for the football game. They did last year. So BC is going to be hyped. It's going to be a big game. We have to win it. I believe uh, last year we beat um, Edmonton like 75,000 to two or something. It was a blow. It was versus
0: Edmonton last year too, was it not? I
1: believe it was. I, for something I in my head, I think it was. So we're, we're obviously we're hyped up. First game of the uh, season going against Calgary, we're hyped up even against the Elks. We go to Winnipeg for the revenge game because it's a revenge game. We want payback for losing in the Western final against the Smurf Mafia. Yes, you're the Smurf Mafia. I don't care what you freaking want to call yourself. You're the freaking Smurf Mafia who thinks it's a dynasty. You've won two freaking Grey Cups in 32 years and you're trying to call yourself a dynasty. It absolutely – I'm getting red in my face because they drive me nuts. Winnipeg fans have become the new Saskatchewan fans
0: know. I, I don't disagree. I believe their fan base has gotten out of control, but they've kept that team together.
1: They did. Ridden, gonna, I mean, getting... there's no doubt about it. They're a good team. If they win three in For a row. For the last three years, they're a good team. If they win three that's... in a row, does that, that's not a dynasty to you? If the, but they didn't, did they? Haven't they, didn't. they didn't win three in a row. They won two and lost last year to Toronto. Oh yeah, they did lose. I forgot about that.
0: Oh, <laughs> geez, my win. brain, I, for-
1: I forgot that the, the, the great Cup even. They had won it. two and lost one. Um, <clears throat> no dynasty. No. Um, um.
0: The one thing that I'm looking at, sorry, and I keep wanting to bring this up, yeah, when going on tirades is that first game at home, 4 p.m. Pacific time. Yeah. The next game, at home against Montreal, 4 p.m. Pacific time. And what day is are
1: they on? What day?
0: Um, so the Edmonton game, the opener is a Saturday. That's why. Yep. A Sunday against uh, the Montreal Alouettes, 4 p.m. Saturday, 4 p.m. Um, against Saskatchewan. Saturday, Do you know, do you know why p.m. they're doing that? Because our owner had the balls to say something publicly about the league and face a lot of backlash at the time. From, oh, you
1: you're winning West. They, they want earlier games. When we have an eight yeah. o'clock game back east or sorry eight o'clock game in b c the damn yeah. game's not over to even a seven even a seven o'clock start
0: not over time. usually it's
1: it's seven o'clock b c time yeah. it's eight o'clock uh here yeah. the game's not over till after ten o'clock that eliminates a lot of families that can go to the games they can't bring their not kids just, to games not just families
0: like I, I understand that you can't bring kids to games but they're now offering, and they did it for the Western final the Western yes. semifinal, was they offered a charter from the island, get you on the ferry, get you seats. And back same day. They did yes. the same thing. They did the same thing to Kelowna and Camloops, going in the opposite direction.
1: Exactly. And I think they're gonna okay, continue so that.
0: You have a game on Saturday at um the, the home opener. Saturday at four PM. It's what about six hours from Cologne and Cantaloupes?
1: Four. Four, four about yeah, five. Thereabouts. So
0: get on the bus at ten AM. Get to the arena an hour before the game. Take in the festivities. Watch whatever time the concert starts is when you'd want to show up. Like well, yeah. My thought is an hour before the concert shows up. So shit, even if you leave at eight o'clock in the morning and make a whole day of it. Who cares? Get on a bus at the end of the at the end of the day, it's 10 o'clock you get home at two
1: well you're going out
0: you're getting hammered at a bar watching the game anyways because the home opener events are going to be happening you're not getting home till two anyways
1: exactly no i totally agree totally agree i like the idea so then we move into july and i literally it's kind of cool the way our schedule works because we have a tough month and then July is where I really believe the Lions are going to be able to put up a lot of wins. Um, easy opponents there. What's that, bud?
0: Four easy opponents.
1: There is. Uh, yeah. It's, it's um, Toronto, Montreal and Riders and the Elks in that order. Um, uh, I believe it's
0: the Elk. So if you don't add an S. Is it
1: the elk? No, I it's the so. elks. I believe it's the elk. I believe elk is plural. It's Edmonton elk. No? If not, that's dumb. Anyways, we'll have to fix that on before you post it. Um,
0: no, it the, is So
1: July, I think, really good chance for four wins. I'm not guaranteeing <laughs> that. Don't, don't take it to the bank. But they're a lot they're not the winnipeg or the calgarys or the hamiltons cuz hamilton's going to be up there yes you are playing uh toronto who won the grey cup it's going to be a tough game no doubt about it montreal always puts up a good game against uh bc
0: against any team really like
1: yes montreal's yeah uh the riders and elks come on let's face it they're, that those both organizations have been struggling for the last few years can they do it? They, they can always turn it around. They can, of course, they can. We—that's why we play the games.
0: Exactly.
1: Then we go into August. August is going to be one hell of a hard month for the Lions. We start playing. I see.
0: Playing, one win. I, see, start, I can say for sure, win in one win in August.
1: Well, because we, we started in Winnipeg on the on the second,
0: third,
1: right? Or oh, no, they sorry on the third. We play the second the second time we're playing Winnipeg. And then we're on the twelfth, uh, we play the Stamps. Uh, and then we go the into then we go in to play the Ticats. Well
0: no, we go in to play in Saskatchewan.
1: Oh, we play Saskatchewan first, and then the Ty the Cats. The Ticats
0: come to us. Yes.
1: The, the reason I say all four games are gonna to be tough is we're playing two really tough games. In a row. Winnipeg and Calgary. We're going to be tired. And. Those can, are going to be hard hitting. Tough mother. Puppin games. Well so
0: the nice thing is. Is we do have. Nine days in between. The Thursday game. At, in, at Winnipeg. And. The Saturday game. Uh, versus
1: against the Riders. The My fears: we're going to go in. With the mindset is. Whew, that's over. Oh shit! The Riders just kicked their ass.
0: Yeah,
1: I've seen it happen many, many times in a, in football. So that's why I'm worried. Because then the next game is against the whole bunch improved Hamilton Tie When a you look you at don't even recognize. Well, I mean, just two players that they added, Bo Levi and James Butler, are going to change that team. And
0: that doesn't and that doesn't account for all the changes they made because they made full-fail exactly. changes.
1: They are going to be a contender. In the CFL, it doesn't take years like it does the Canucks decades to try to rebuild. They literally, you could rebuild a team in your offseason in the CFL. It's a unique league. It's just the way it is. Movement happens in the CFL all the time. We've what, seen it and over happens, and over.
0: It's what happens in nine-team leagues and in leagues where the top of the top sometimes leave the league to go to a step above.
1: Exactly. It's been amazing. Winnipeg has been able to hold their team together as long as they did. The Lions did that years ago where they are able to keep players in the, yep. in the organization and be the elite team in the league for years. Winnipeg's well, now doing like Mike that.
0: Dickinson, G. Roy, Claremont. Yes. Then exactly. you go to the defensive side and you have Brandon Banks, uh, Baron Miles, like so many names that are now coaches in the CFL or executives in the CFL who yeah. stuck with the teams.
1: Yep. So then in August, sorry, what was that? September. We're in September now. Right. We're in September. Right. So it gets a whole lot easier in September again. So hard. Sorry. You, you start off hard, you go easy. Then August is hard jumping into September. No game in the CFL is easy. It's not. Every team no. is good, but we play Montreal, Ottawa, Edmonton, and Saskatchewan. Not the you top, need to... top teams in but, the league, let's face it. So like,
0: you're looking, you're looking at June, um, for regular season games, there's three, guaranteed points in one. Yeah. yeah. Like if you go one, if you start to see, if you lose to, the Stampeders, you beat the, um, the Elk, and you lose, to the Blue Bombers, that's in, okay. That's expected. Then yeah. you have to go four of four, or four of three, or three of four in that next stretch. Then oh we yeah, have
1: to... and that's what we have to look at when you're going through that this season. Is the first you have to be two and two, coming out of that first month. Yeah. If you're if you're one and three. If you're one in three, then 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 uh, so that's j- July. You have to go four for four. You well, have to win three, all four of those games. There's only three
0: games in June that count towards the record.
1: Oh, so let's go one and if you go one and two, then do you know what I'm you saying? All four. Yeah. You need to if win get all four. Win,
0: if you get a win out of uh, Calgary or the Blue Bombers, then you can go two and two.
1: Yes, or three and two, and still, or three and one.
0: Yeah, because you're right? you're, you're you're on target still.
1: Exactly, because then hits October. Yeah, we only have three games in October because, of course, we're heading into the playoffs, and we have the toughest schedule uh, that we could literally think of. Um, Hamilton, Winnipeg, and we finish it off the way we started it, and we play the Stamps to end the season. Yeah. Literally, though, I say those three games, especially the games against um, Winnipeg and the Stamps. Are going to decide who finishes first, second, and third. Yeah. it really I think does.
0: I think the like the way our schedule again it is laid out, those last four games, I'm going to throw the Saskatchewan game in there as well. Yes, will determine who's hosting a playoff, who gets the buy, and that's not just from our on our end, but the last and who doesn't make the playoffs It's going to Saskatchewan can come on a roll. I mean, if you go back, how good is Calgary extra, going
1: to be this year?
0: No one knows. How good are they going to be? Like, they have the same team. Have have people figured it out now? Have defensive coordinators watching the footage to say, oh, this is where we can pick them apart. This is where we can swap them Um,
1: out. And we're going to have one quarterback the whole entire year. We're going to base – I shouldn't say one quarterback. We're going to base our offense around the players that we have, not a player that's sitting on the sidelines hurt. I'll say it till I'm blue, ha, get it, in the face, Smurf Mafia. If Rourke doesn't get hurt, Winnipeg does not finish first last year.
0: And like, people can argue that because the game can Rourke argue playing. all they want. You can look at the stats and extrapolate. Rourke breaks every single rookie record, breaks every single Canadian record. And we have the buy. We play um, all the home game at BC Place,
1: where I can almost different. guarantee
0: you, where I can almost guarantee you, um, Omar Dolman is going into the deep ends of his pockets to fill that place.
1: Oh, yeah. It's a totally different scenario. It didn't um, happen. Blah, 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 blah. I have never been so excited. To uh, looking forward to the CFL season and probably because we're doing the podcast and so I'm deep diving and I'm paying attention more and I'm reading more and anytime I see anything about the Lions, I read it because I'm jacked. Yeah. I'm like super, super jacked. Um, yeah. I want to watch every game. Like TSN, I love, I, I love, hate the TSN. I love the fact that every single game in the CFL is on TV. You can watch every single game. There's not one game that won't be on TV.
0: And there's no blackouts. There's no such thing as nah, which blackout. I which I
1: don't agree with. I think if it's a game here in town, and if if you don't get seventy five or eighty uh, percent tickets sold, you should they should black it out. That's where they used to be. Way long time ago. Um, and
0: I'm sure they realize that. The
1: TSN came in. That was a CFL thing. TSN came in and said, here's, blank, here's a blank check.
0: <laughs> Write yourself a number for however many years we want. Exactly. Um, one big thing from this past week with the BC Lions that we didn't even put in our rundown. Sean Lemon joined friend of the show, Rod Peterson, um, to talk about the signing and everything. And something that we talked about off screen that we, I know we said we wanted to bring up. Um and I'm going I'm going to read it word for word what he, he said.
1: we actually brought this up la- at the very end of the last our last podcast. Did we? But go ahead. Yep, go ahead. No, we did. not Last podcast was all NHL. At the very very end. You go back and listen to the very very end was, of the last podcast. I was
0: so dejected. I was so dejected <laughs> from that podcast. I probably been never I've never been more negative on a podcast or anything like <laughs>
1: Somebody who didn't know Jake listened to the podcast. My face is all red. <laughs> Somebody listened to the podcast who didn't know Jake, and then they had a meeting with Jake after the fact, and they're like, you're way nicer in person than you <laughs> you were. We thought you were a real asshole. <laughs> and I was like, that's funny. Because <laughs> usually it's, it's the old the, man that gets that. <laughs>
0: I I would the The hope I had... For what the Canucks could do with their extra oh. cap space, the players that they could have dealt to get more draft picks, and then be excited for the draft because we might have three first-round draft picks or five or six draft picks in the top two rounds. And I love <laughs> digging deep into the the draft costs. Yes, and they throw it all away for. Don't get me wrong; what's probably a really great player, but will have a sour taste in my mouth because of the way it happened.
1: So okay, so it. so let's go on to what you were going to say. <laughs>
0: Yes. Um, so, Sean Lemon, on, again, on the Rod Peterson Show, um, when asked if he considered options of the USFL or XFL, um, and I'm reading this quote for quote, no, not at all. I'd like to say I'm working on my Hall of Fame career in the CFL. I love playing in this league. This league is for me. A few other leagues reached out for me to come there, but that wasn't even a thought in my own mind. I love Canada. I love playing in Canada. This is That's the only league that I take seriously. What a ringing endorsement from two weeks ago when we talked about uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson leaving for the USFL. And a couple players leaving for, like, the leading tackler last year, Darnell Sankey, left for the XFL. This is a guy who is an American, born and bred, loves, like, he is a representative of the United States in the best way. Yes. But he looks at the CFL as the, the league to be in.
1: He literally called the XFL and USFL farm teams. He said it, he said. If you're looking,
0: if you're looking for more of a farm league type development system, USFL, XFL. But if you're looking to make a career out of a league where it's not going to go anywhere, it's only going to get better year to year, it's Canada. So, it's all about what you want perspective-wise.
1: Now, remember I said I'm paying way more attention. When I see anything about the BC Lions, the CFL, I'm reading it. Not one one word from the CFL quoting that, mentioning that quote, playing that clip. I am sure if they got a hold of the Rod Peterson show and said, can we steal that clip, Rod would have went, hell yeah. Because Rod's a big fan of the CFL.
0: Now, now, is that burnt bridges? Or is that the fact that the media and marketing team of the CFL takes a nap during the offseason? They take a nap staff?
1: during the on season? I was going to say, they have
0: probably like five staff total in the entire office.
1: Well, they have no staff. That's the problem. They don't know how to market a league. They never have. It's a fact.
0: I mean, we go back to the intro of this podcast and we've talked about it multiple times. The, the CFL is successful in spite of itself.
1: Oh my God, yes. We've, we could beat this to death a million times. I love that quote. I will be bringing that quote up to anybody that tells me that the XFL or the USFL is going to hurt our league. <laughs> That's what I say to them. A big raspberry. The CFL's here. It's not going anywhere. I've heard it so many freaking times over the last 58 years of my life. Yes, I started watching the CFL when I was one day old. I Sure the hell I watched that first Grey Cup in 1964 when the BC Lions won. I wasn't even one. I was like weeks old, and I'm sure my mom had me in her arms, and she was watching the game. She probably slammed me, and that's what's wrong. Um, She probably spiked me and thought I was a football. (laughs) Come on, you could see grandma doing it.
0: Oh, 100%. There's not even a doubt in my mind that that would happen.
1: <laughs> the CFLs, since that day, I've heard it. I've heard it in the 70s. I heard it in the 80s. I heard it in the 90s. I heard it 2000, 2010, 2020 now. Oh, the CFL's going to fold. But Kevin, 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 you're not listening. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up. The CFL's not going to fold. It just isn't going to happen. They're, they're too ingrained. The Canadians love their football. Is it going to be the NFL? No. It never will. They took off. They're, they're way bigger. It's a fact.
0: They, they, also have a, they also have a larger population to pull from.
1: Oh, even even when we were bigger than the NFL, which was the time we actually paid our players more money than the NFL. Long time. They, ago. It's just it, times change. They're bigger. Yep deal get over it i like the nfl i watch the nfl you can like you can like both you know you don't have to hate the nfl or love the cfl you can like both you can love both yep i I know diehard nfl fans from vancouver who are literally diehard seattle seahawks fans they drive down to seattle to watch games and guess what they have season tickets to the lions
0: because like that's a big thing is a lot of people are like well no you you have to choose a league. No. no. You, know what's great?
1: you know what's great about... You have to choose players? a team. I hate people who fucking team. jump teams. Their team loses, they throw a hat on the floor, and they grab another hat and put a hat on. I hate people who do that. <laughs> See, this is why you need to watch the show. You can't just listen to this show. Because you had to watch that.
0: <laughs> uh, we're just moving on. We're just gonna move on. We've got, I've got one more thing I want to touch on. Um, we're just moving on. That that story. We'll we'll tell that story one day. Yep, yeah, that story um, will come out. How Jake? We're gonna uh... we Don't know. That's you know what? That's a that's a perfect thing. That's a perfect thing where I have an idea. Don't hey, I have an idea. Carry on. Don't worry. about it. Um, the last thing I, I really want to touch on is former BC Lion quarterback. Jacksonville Jaguars is new quarterback.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, the signing bonus and his guaranteed contract. So they
0: the Jacksonville Jaguars last week let go of their third string quarterback.
1: Yep. Yeah. That
0: means Nathan right now is the third on their roster. They signed him to a contract. He,
1: he could still be second.
0: He could still could be second, yes. It's fighting yeah, for second. The player in front of him, I believe, has quite a few years of NFL backup yeah, experience. Sure, but um, the big thing to me is that he has a guaranteed contract: five thousand
1: dollars signing bonus and a guaranteed contract. Uh, but guarantee of two hundred sixteen thousand. It's minimal. U.S. dollars. It's the the Lions. I believe their offer was in the five hundred fifty thousand dollars. Not guaranteed. Not guaranteed. It w- the the point is, it's a it's minimum two hundred sixteen thousand dollars. Do you know what the contract yes. actually reads? Uh, I
0: looked into two it. Two points,
1: a mod million. Yeah.
0: If he if and I'm he assuming hits,
1: that's, if pardon. he's like if he's third, if he's on the practice roster, if he's second, it gets bigger. Like yeah.
0: if he the he kid plays kid's the gonna game, make over
1: a million dollars next year.
0: Let's not kid which yourself. Is, which is awesome.
1: You know what? And I hope. I
0: hope because Nathan Rourke is Canadian and I know he's very big on the Canadian community. I hope he comes back during the off season and he puts on these camp, the camps for kids, like what Dickinson used to do here yes, in Calgary, yes, put yes. on camps for kids in BC and explain the story. Let them know that, hey, look, mm-hmm. if you try hard enough and you're good enough and you have the drive, it's, and it has nothing to do with skill. You need to have the skill to get there. Yes. But you need to have the drive to want to go
1: beyond high school football or oh God, yes. college football. It's funny. I was just talking about this today. I always use Wayne Gretzky. There's people in the world who are natural athletes. All kinds of people are natural I am not one athletes. Of them. I'm not one of them either. But there's all kinds of natural athletes in the world. I know all kinds of them that didn't make professional sports. But then if you are a natural athlete and you have a mindset where you can focus and say, this is what I want to do. Again, I use Wayne Gretzky natural athlete. He didn't become the greatest hockey player because he was gifted. He became the greatest hockey player because he took 1 million shots at his, uh, with a puck against his parents garage. He spent 12, 13 hours a day Honing his skill. Yeah. Anybody that is a natural athlete has an opportunity to do that. Not everyone does. No, it's the drive. Like you say, you've got to have that mindset. I am the best and the drive. People call it cockiness. I don't, I call it confidence.
0: So like the biggest experience I have with this is, um, Ty Raddy. I went to school with Ty from the time I, I remember was that. Grade five. And Brown grade nine, grade ten.
1: Yeah, I guess it would have was... been Brown,
0: grade nine. Well, no, grade nine was when parties started happening. People would be more social in school. Were
1: you in, were you at Meadowbrook? No, you weren't at Meadowbrook in grade nine.
0: Grade nine was Birchurch.
1: Church. Okay, thank you. Okay.
0: Um, so we'd people would go out and do things. You know who wouldn't come out? do you know what he was doing playing hockey hockey practice hockey training hockey stuff i mean in grade 10 he literally like it's crazy to think about but at 10 or in grade 10 when you're 16 15 you uproot your entire life and you go live in a different city because they drafted
1: you yes that's like that's wild to think about well even if you look at someone in your own family you look at your your cousin dean my nephew dean um, he was a dancer. Uh, his parents saw that he had this natural ability, uh, the showmanship. At 16, he moved to Toronto and trained. Who does that? Who sends their kid across the country? They were living here. Across yeah. the country to live with a stranger, basically, to train Not him to, to, be, at the time, <laughs> to become a dancer. Guess what? Yeah. They did. And guess what? He became a dancer. He danced and, on cruise ships for a decade.
0: I was say, and not just that, but he then took that skill because you age out of dancing, just yeah, like you quite, age out of sports. Yes. And he's still using those skills he has on cruise ships today.
1: Yes. And I mean, he he taught dance. He uh, was a very, I mean, you mentioned Dean Ozen in the Calgary dance community and people know him, right? Yeah. How did we get off on this rant? Wow. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. We on the it's but just you know, us. That's how the show works. It's with a show about nothing.
0: <laughs> we're basically the Seinfeld of podcasts. Oh, no.
1: <laughs> you can't steal that. What? That's, that's, somebody else uses that. You can't steal that. Do they? Do they use yeah. that? Yeah, they use Who? that. Who? What do you think? Nothing? <laughs> I didn't
0: think it was Yeah, we are out of time.
1: What's you, you time? Work,
0: uh, it's uh, we don't have time for me to get metaphorical here, so <laughs> I'm just going to wrap it up. Everyone, if you can, please do check out huesports.ca Keep an eye on all of our socials, including you can find me at common courtesy on Twitter and at Twitch common courtesy. The E is a three because you know I like making it as complicated as possible
1: to find I people. I think you was drunk when find he me. made it.
0: No, I believe when I first made it, the name Common Courtesy was already taken, so I had to be a unique way to make it.
1: Oh, uh, okay, sure.
0: Oh, so then where can everyone find you on?
1: Find media? me at the uh, Um Find me on Facebook at Kevin Hughes. I don't post a lot about sports on my um, personal page, but we do a lot no. on um, Hughes Sports uh, Hughes a sports po- uh, podcast on Facebook, um, as well as on Twitter. And as well as on Twitter, Uh, we try to post new content every day. Um, If you have ideas for content for us or for ideas on the show, or even if you have an idea that you would like a a guest on the show, uh, reach out to us. Let us know. We're open. Uh, We're, as we always keep saying, we're new at this, man. It's been what, nine episodes now? Eight? Eight or nine might have to we might have to celebrate when we have 10 when we do our 10th episode might have to Ten. do something special we might have to do something like drink a beer on
0: on a thursday sir
1: i know till then in the meantime
0: then in between time how oh, he gets to do it <laughs> we will be back next week love everyone here have Talk a wonderful soon. night See you next Thursday.